Cupid. New Cupid. Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning, 
And I said, you know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look.
such a wuss about something his penis actually inverts on itself creating a faux vagina or mangina so there you go so if you know a bunch of wusses and a bunch of pusses they probably got manginas there andrew says uh back to the grind ass family happy friday everyone battleborn in nebraska says happy ass friday to the amazing ass family i agree with that Woo! oh the one and only warbird is in the house Woo! He says, it's fry, yay. Hang down, Jen says, I, for one, appreciate songs with directions. Like for us white folks, it's the way to go. Stack R's in the house. He says, good morning, ass family. No better way to start the day than with some nappy roots, indeed. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Woo! Hang down, Jen says, how do you know you got folks who lurk on your Facebook? Put up a post about a uh, the horrible coffee smell from office mate's desk. And mentioned in the comments, you would much rather have been offered hot chocolate. Walk in the office this morning to hot chocolate uh, in my desk with a little note from the office mate. Coincidence? 
No, no, that, that means... Oh, yeah, you're running that office already. They better recognize... Whitewash says, good morning, ass family, and happy Friday. Well, right back at you, my friend. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only, bratty kid is all up in the house. Uh, only winner on the team. Yeah. The rest of them are losers. Yeah. Either by choice, by birth. Welcome to big leagues, Hayseed. Next time, they'll stand on the tracks and the train's coming through. Choo-choo. All right. Well, I hope you have a great day. Yes, traffic was horrible this morning, and Derek is laughing. Uh, all right. My update uh, is for the Briscoe brothers. Jay Briscoe, uh, uh, Jammin' Pugh, passed away the other day in a car accident, uh, destroying what I think could be the gr- one of the greatest tag teams in the history of wrestling. By the way, at T Public, there's a new T-shirt up there. I put a Mount Rushmore of uh, tag teams up there. And, yes, the Briscoes are on there. Um, a close family friend has updated us on the daughters. Uh, if you don't remember, the, the story is about a professional wrestler who was driving his daughter home from cheerleading competition. And uh, some other driver, <clears throat> they don't know if alcohol or drugs are involved, anything like that, crossed over the center lane. Uh, they were in a... Uh, uh, Chevy 1500 Silverado. Uh, the Briscoes, uh, they were, or Jay Briscoe was in a uh, Chevy 2500 and head on collision, killed Jay Briscoe instantly, the driver of the other car. His two daughters, nine and 12 year olds, were in the back seat, both wearing seat belts. He was not wearing a seat belt. Um, his oldest daughter had the most trauma to her spinal cord. Uh, doctors did a lot of surgery. They find a lot of problems. Here's the good news to report. She's got feeling in her thighs, and she's starting to get tingling feelings in her feet. They say it's a long road of recovery. His 9-year-old daughter uh, also had fractures in the neck and in the back. She's going to be in a back brace for at least 12 weeks, a couple broken bones in the leg. They all have a lot of uh, physical healing to go along with all the mental healing. Now, with that said, yesterday morning I started the show telling you about <clears> – <throat> the uh, online fights I got into the night before watching wrestling. Fred, good morning to you. Cowboys girl, good morning to you as well. About how chicken shit I thought it was of AEW not to do an entire show dedicated to this young man. And I call him young because he's younger than me, but I would call him Mr. Briscoe if I ever met him in public. I'm, I'm very down on myself because I didn't get to meet them when they were in Dallas at WrestleCon. Uh, I, I'm very bummed out about that. Uh, but but let, 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 let's go ahead and, and recap the story. They have not been allowed on Turner Broadcasting Networks due to a fact a tweet that was sent over a decade ago, which Jay, who passed away, um, has apologized for, has apologized to the person. That person accepted the apology, forgave him. But there's some executives at Time Warner that says, no, they can't be on TV. And that was the excuse going around the old social webs yesterday. Twitter, Facebook, everybody was regurgitating what AEW was saying about, oh, it was Turner that wouldn't allow us to do this. They barely allowed us to do this, that, and the other. Well, here's the problem I have. First of all, first of all, you have a product that people are watching. 
if you own that product and you say, I, I need to do this tribute, this is the right thing to do. You go to the executive at Turner, you, I, I'm sure there's more than one executive there that you could go to and say, hey, we're going to do this tribute. Oh, oh, we can't? Well, then we're not going to have a show tonight. Put, a, put another Big Bang Theory or Young Sheldon on. They could have done that, but they chose not to. They chose to do a really half-ass. And I've seen uh, some of the shots from the, the show that they did record afterwards. Uh, we're talking about th- this was the fourth hour that people were at a wrestling show, and that's a long time to keep them there if it's not called WrestleMania. About, I'd say about 75% of the crowd left. It was late, school night, whatever. Um, but, but my biggest problem is what aired right after AEW. Now, I don't have a problem with this at all. But there are a lot of people that have a problem with a new show that debut or is debuted and is on now after wrestling. And it's called Power Slap League. If you're on TikTok or social media, you've probably seen this happening in countries like Uzbekistan and all these fucking Russian places where these ginormous human beings stand across from each other and slap the literal shit out of one another. Um, renowned, if you will, expert on CTEs and head injuries, Chris Nowinski, a Harvard PhD, so he kind of knows what he's talking about. Um, it was in Fresno, so after dark, it's dangerous. Yeah, oh, you're right about that. Even though Fresno was named one of the best places to live in California. Now, uh, I'm watching this. I live, uh, okay, so we got a slap fight video here. And one, two. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, he's concussed. Oh, he's out like a light. Oh, this guy. Oh, fuck. He's like foaming at the mouth. Okay, here's Gals. Oh, I've seen this one. This gal with the wall. Wham! Down you go. There you go. Oh, one more. Oh, my God. Woo! Idaho, small town, my big boy, baby. Now, now, once again, yeah, Chris was in the WWE. He was actually in WCW for a little bit, and then he went up to uh, Stanford and didn't last long uh, because he wanted to pursue the CTE thing, um, and he wasn't that good a wrestler. Now, look, first of all, I ain't got a problem with Slapley. I ain't got a problem with it all. What I have a problem with is this, this bullshit moral high ground, Okay. This bullshit moral high ground that's out there that says, oh, hey, a guy who said the word faggot in a tweet over 10 years ago is an awful human being. But these people who slap the holy bejesus out of each other, these are athletes. Did did you hear my eyes roll there? Yeah. Now, once again. What, what grown adults do with their time, if they want to slap the shit out of each other, okay. But here's another problem that I have. 
One of the main judges on the show is Dana White. Now, I like Dana White. I think Dana White's a good person. Uh, well, I, I think he's a good owner of the UFC or operator of it. I know he doesn't own it. But two weeks ago, Dana White did something, and I lost pretty much all respect for him. Dana White was in a club after a UFC fight, and he and his wife got into it. And he slapped the shit out of her. Now, not quite to the slap fight thing, but it was caught on video, and it's made its way around, and he has pretty much skated through the entire thing. Now, I'm going to tell you something, um, in my personal opinion. If you use that derogatory term uh, of faggot, I okay, I think somebody who slaps the shit out of their wife is a much worse person. That's me personally. You're a grown man who was a boxer who trains all the time, and you slapped your wife, and you can be on Turner Broadcast Networks, but these guys can't. Very interesting. Yeah, I did see your story, Christopher, about the Fresno thing. Yeah, I was with you. I was like, fuck, I don't know how that's a fucking great place to live. Um, Dana White has insisted that the slap fighting league is safer than professional boxing. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say no, 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 these, these, these. If you haven't seen these slap fightings and, and you don't like watching people get knocked out, I like watching people get knocked out, so I watch this stuff. Now, they aren't slapping them necessarily with just the palm of their hand, like the inside of part of their hand. They're using the hard palm and their wrist. When you see this happen, it hits the jaw. The wrist hits the jaw. That hard part, uh, look, look down at your hand unless you're driving. Don't look down. That, that, that hard part that's underneath it, that's what's hitting them in the jaw. Now, if you don't know a lot about the science of boxing and being knocked out, what this, this is what happens. When you get hit in a fight, in a boxing match, and it moves your face. We've all seen the fighters, right? Um, what happens is, is your face and your bone structure all moves. The problem is, is your brain doesn't have time to move. Your brain doesn't move. It stays where it's at, and then your head brings it along, and that's what causes the knockout. And watching it, look, look, do I think it's pretty barbaric? Yeah, I think it is barbaric, but hell, there's another sport that they haven't brought over yet where they tie these guys' hands. They Like, if they're right-hand dominant, if both guys are right-hand dominant, they'll tie their left hands together. And they stand over a bar table, and they've got boxing gloves on, and they literally beat the piss out of one another. There ain't no walking around a ring. There's no dodging. This is just straight up fucking crazy. Uh, I have an issue with calling these slap fighting people athletes. Most of those guys aren't exactly. Oh, I agree. Uh Message unclear, wrapped work vehicle around a tree. You all right? I hope you're all right. Kale, hey, be careful out there. 
Grandpa President, there is no there there. I don't know what you're talking about there. Are you talking about the slap league or the Dana White thing? Look, Dana White was caught on camera, and ESPN called him out. Stephen A. Smith called him out. These people called the man out because he fucking slapped the shit out of his wife. And in my personal opinion, you don't lay hands on a woman unless your life is being threatened. That's just me personally. That's it. All right, so there you go. There's your update. There's your, your my two cents on all that kind of stuff. Now we can actually start the show, and we can talk about this fucking dumbass president that we have who yesterday, I guess, visited uh, Northern California. Let's see. Uh, he's going to travel to San Jose and Santa Cruz areas uh, near the state central coast. Well, that's not Northern California. The director of federal emergency management would travel with the president, and Governor Gavin Newsom would be present for parts of the trip. Of course he would. Now, before he left, uh, our, our fearless leader had this to say. Basically, we're out of money. What? And so that's why today, in order to sustain Ukraine as it, as it continues to fight, I'm sending Congress a supplemental budget request. It's going to keep weapons and ammunition flowing without interruption, to the brave Ukrainian fighters um, and continue delivering economic and humanitarian assistance to um, the Ukrainian people. Basically, we're out of money. If we're out of money, how are we going to continue to do this? Our debt ceiling hit $31 trillion yesterday. Now, this is no way I, I look look here. I'm not making this. What a stupid son of a bitch. Yes, straight fire, you're right on. Um, um this isn't about Ukraine, okay? Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? This isn't about Ukraine. When he says this phrase right here, uh, let's see, we we'll go. Which a lot of the reds basically we're out of money. And so that's why today in order to sustain Ukraine as it, as it continues to fight, I'm sending Congress a supplemental budget request. It's going to keep weapons and ammunition flowing without interruption to the brave Ukrainian fighters. Um, um, are we taking weapons and ammunition away from our military? I know that we're not in the middle of any sort of conflict right now, but are, are, are they going to resupply us? I've got, I've got a lot of problems here. Morning ass, I'm bummed. I'm able to listen for a short period of time before I have to go to stupid trauma course for work. Oh, okay. Hey, Alicia, since you're here, okay, this is great. Yesterday we played you a song, and you're saying, wait a second, I didn't get my song when you say hello to me. I found another song. I want to know which one you like better. So yesterday's song, if you weren't here, Alicia has walk-up music. She's earned it. Um, Let's see, where did I put it? There, there it is. Don't trust the farm. No, never trust the farm. This one now there. I found a new one last night, and Alicia, you get to pick. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, 
One of those two songs. One of those two. Uh, Ghost says, Fred says, no fuck Ukraine, and they can fend for themselves. It's not our fight, not our job. They can fight. Da, 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 da. I'm not getting into the Ukraine battle today. I don't have it in me. Ogre says, God damn it, I almost spit out my oatmeal laughing. The second one, okay, the second one is your new theme. Here we go. Here's the second one again. Stop. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. That's great. That is good stuff right there. All right. New theme there. Um, Douglas says, happy Friday. Sorry I'm late, people. Y'all don't have to apologize for being late. I promise it's okay. I mean, I do take I do take attendance, and I do take notes when people are late, but it's okay. I'm going to use it against you later. I mean, that's just what I do. Uh, <laughs> now, 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 he visited uh, California yesterday, and as I said, the uh, governor, Governor Gavin Newsom, he he had to be there, of course. By the way, Gavin Newsom said this a few days ago, and um, hmm, hold on a second. Here we Which go. a lot of the red states have done. They tax much more heavily in the service sector than a state like California. By the way, our tax rates, again, are lower than the state of Texas. I, I just want to remind everybody out 95% of Texans pay higher taxes than Californians. We have the highest tax rate among them in New York, but not everybody lives in that rarefied world. In fact, 99% of you don't, so you pay less taxes. Just so important to get that out. I just the lazy puppetry on that is galling. It's actually. Now, I've done some, some research on this, and what he's talking about are the lowest uh it's below middle class. Middle class and, and upper middle class and then wealthy. In the state of Texas, compared to California, it's not even a comparison. Now, what he is saying, is some one thing he's saying is true. The property tax rate in the state of Texas is retarded. Governor Wheels has promised $33 billion surplus will go to help lower uh, the the property taxes here, but it's stupid. Here's the one thing, though. There is no personal income tax here, or no state tax, if you will. State of California taxes people at a rate of 13 to 19 percent, I believe. I believe that's the number. So you have your federal, which is if you're in those upper tax brackets, it's where somewhere between 37 and 38 percent, and then you get to add that anywhere between 13 and 19 percent. With that, either one of those numbers added to the federal means 50 percent of your wages are gone before you even get a check. Now in the state of Texas, there is no state income tax, and your, ta- your property taxes are, are, um, are due at, in February, so you pay that ginormous fucking amount. It's the one thing I do not like about this state. But it's nowhere near what you're being taxed on on your personal income. 
So for Gavin Newsom to come out there and kind of play fast and loose with some percentages, and 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 these are the bottom tier people that hardly pay taxes to begin with. Uh. You take attendance. <laughs> the boss makes a dollar, I make a dime, so I poop on company time, yes. Gavin Newsom is trash, just in case y'all didn't know my opinion on that cuck. Uh, my boss pays me for that shit. Triple T says, is Newsom counting the freeloaders that don't pay taxes? Of course not. And California might be lower property taxes thanks to Prop 13, but every single fucking Democrat for the 40 years has wanted to repeal Prop 13 to get their hands on so much more money. Let me just say, correct the mundo. California gives you a tax refund, then taxes you on the refund. I got uh, I got a card for the gas tax refund, and then yesterday I got a 1099 on that money. Well, you remember all that COVID money? Oh, that's going to be tax-free. Well, no, it was considered income. Sorry. Sorry. Hang Down Jin says, I'm not all smart and such, but uh, I'm paying less taxes here, less than almost every aspect, including property taxes, rates, and income tax rates, gas taxes lower, food taxes a bit higher. I have a story about Virginia coming up later that you're not going to like. Uh, Ogre says, maybe California doesn't tax as much on the poor because Texans have fucking jobs and work. Once again, Ogre. Correct the mundo. Oh, looky there. It's our friend. And you know, I'm going to add to that because I just found a much better version of this one. I got to cut this up. Wow. And I thought Danielson was a bad public speaker. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Buddy. Pro tip Mate. from the world champion, don't listen to these people. Round here, we speak American, okay, but <laughs> I don't know what but it makes me laugh. Um, he says, uh, morning ass AIG Japanese word of the day is baishu in a poo. Translation, prostitute, harlot. Oh, she's a baishu in poo. Buy shoe in poo. Oh, I nailed that one. Boy, if I ever go to Japan, I'll be like, hey, where's the buy shoe in poo? Texans also don't have multiple taxes on their gas like we do in California. Yep. Government has to get their cut, brah. Brah. Is that me? My ass is starting to hurt from being fuck, uh, fucking IRS. So basically, any of the property owners are the ones that are providing the taxes that pay for schools and roads. Yes. Yes, that is exactly what it is. Uh, morning ass family swoosh. <laughs> buy a shoe in a poo. Pretty much, I, 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 I buy shoe in poo. There you go. I don't know if I like poo being in there. That 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 one kind of scares me. Now we talked about good old daddy being Joe. Let's talk about his failure of a son. I I, I mean honestly, his son is quite the failure. We talked earlier this week about how he's trying to stop 
his uh, his love child's mama from allowing the love child to have his last name, which what a scumbag move that is. He wants to lower his um, uh, his uh, his uh, child support because he doesn't make as much anymore. And I told you guys this week that um, Hunter Biden's driver's license is the same Willington, Wilmington, Delaware address that is the home of Joe Biden. You know, where Joe goes and visits. You know, where Joe goes and hides classified documents in the locked garage. You remember that last week with Peter Ducey? You remember that when Peter Ducey, our, our man Peter Ducey, the man Peter Ducey? What, where the hell is it here? Man, I tell you what, I am killing myself with these damn sound effects. These things are killing me. I don't even know where anything is anymore. I'm too busy putting in new shit all the time, and I keep losing stuff. That's pissing me off. There it is. Dropping deuces. When Peter Ducey asked the president last week, why would you keep documents in a garage next to your Corvette? Well, that's a locked garage. That was that was the explanation. It was a locked garage. Remember that. Remember that phrase, a locked garage. I'm about to share something with y'all. Um, I'm just wondering real quick, uh, if it is such a locked garage... How is it that there are images from the Hunter Biden laptop of Joe Biden's son, Hunter, along with a couple of what look to be underage girls? Wait, hold on, make sure. Uh, uh, yeah, um, why is he driving his daddy's Corvette? Now, wouldn't you have, if he's driving and he's got these two underage, what look like, uh, I'm not sure, uh, hookers, maybe, um, how is the garage locked? Just wondering. Is the garage locked when Hunter takes the car out? Or is there just an empty car space and then boxes of documents that say the word classified on there? Dumb question. Biden says he owns that house that Hunter claims he owns it. If Hunter truly owns the house, how much worse did that get? Yeah. Uh, I, I Look, this whole thing. I have a pretty good radar for bullshit. And that's why I called out AEW and them blaming Time Warner. And I'm sure Time Warner's fine with it. Um. We, we, we saw through the bullshit of Alec Baldwin. We have an update on him coming up in the next segment. We saw through that bullshit. We saw through his interview, which, by the way, we got to talk about that today. We saw through all this bullshit. Now, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm smelling something here, and it smells like bullshit. Now, we know. We know. Hold on. Let me, let me read what y'all are saying here. He got transport, those classified documents that were stored in said Corvette. He's got a train. Oh, okay. 
Come on, man. The garage is always locked, except when Hunter borrows the vet, has friends over, or during those wacky cocaine-fueled ragers. This is a young man. Uh, Hunter Biden, I don't know how old he is. He, 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 uh, Hunter Biden, he's a piece of shit. Who admits to fucking banging hookers. He wants to be Charlie Sheen from fucking 15 years ago. That's all he wants to be, or 10 years ago. He admits on that. Th- this is the part that I just don't understand. And and I, I really wish that somebody could explain this to me. I, because if I say what I think it is, then Homeland Security might visit me and say, well, you're an election denier. We have a young man who bragged on television that he smoked Parmesan cheese, more Parmesan cheese than anyone, thinking it was crack cocaine. Now, I I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I'm sure you can look at me and say he's probably enjoyed a lot of Parmesan cheese, and I have. Now, when, when I think of Parmesan cheese, you, you know, when you, when you put it in the fridge, my mom always put it in the fridge. We put it in the fridge still. And you know what happens to it, right? They, those gigantic bucking balls happen. All that cheese gets tiny, and, and you got big old lumps, and you can't shake it out, right? So you got to open up the top, and you got to break that thing. And it's not too hard to break. Now, I've never done crack cocaine, knock on wood, Does does like if you handle it in your fingers like 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 take take your thumb unless you're driving of course take your thumb and your middle finger and put them together like you got the a piece of parmesan in there you can you can push those together and you can break the parmesan and put it on your spaghetti your manicotti whatever whatever food you're eating that ends with an eye that's pretty funny now, now, if you were to get a crack rock and try that, now I, I, I wouldn't say sprinkle crack on your your Italian food, no, but I'm 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 betting that it doesn't granulate and and fall apart that much. So for him to actually pick up some Parmesan, that's got to be some old fucking Parmesan, first off, or he's a flat out fucking liar. I'm going to go with. Um, with uh, answer number two, and that would make me... Correct the mundo. <sighs> Douglas says, I like smoked Gouda. Granted, not the way that Hunter likes smoked Gouda. Dude, I want to I wanna do this recipe. Hey, 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 all you barbecue people. I need, I, I, I'm dumb when it comes to something. Um, I want to do that cream cheese thing where you smoke the cream cheese, you get a big old hunk of cream cheese, and you put, like, all kinds of spices and stuff on top, and you put it in a smoker. Now, I ain't got a smoker. I got a barbecue. Can I put it on that top grill of the barbecue and act like a smoker then? I'm just wondering. Because I want some of that damn cheese. That cheese looks good. Anyway, back to Hunter Biden driving his dad's Corvette uh, with a couple of hookers in there, or what looks to be hookers. And by the way, if those girls aren't hookers, I apologize to them. But, hey, you know, you, you, you are who you hang out with. If you hang out with garbage, you're usually garbage. So once again, the lies continue with these documents 
and all this kind of stuff. By the way, nothing's going to ever happen. I'm, I'm, I'm just here to tell you. The same thing that happened to, to Donald Trump because he didn't have anything is going to happen to Joe Biden. I, I'm just going to tell you that. If you have a char- charcoal barbecue, you can make it a smoker. Uh, no, I have a gas one. Arn crack. Imagine a really small pill you smoke. Okay, so a pill, I, I, I can't crush a pill with my fingers most of the time. You can call them hookers even if they're technically not. It's like how scabby is an upstanding citizen. Uh, look for wood chips and something like a tuna can. It works great, okay? I made a smoke rack. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. little insight into myself. I, I don't know if y'all know this about me. I, I think most of y'all do. I'm not a very patient person. And, and people that smoke meat, they are very, very patient people. I, I Look, something happens when I start smelling the goodness of beef, and I want to eat it right away. I don't want to smoke. This is why I don't make brisket. I, I don't make brisket because it takes too long. And if I fuck it up, I ain't going to eat it. So why am I making it? I'll just go out and get my brisket. Uh, nope, too much flame for Arnie. Yeah, that, that's probably true. I, I could probably burn the house down. Arnie wants to show up once and smoke. Yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly. Find your lazy tart, get a pack of cigarettes, and then exhale over the cheese. All right. Hey, you guys have given me great ideas. I appreciate it. Uh, I smoked some bacon yesterday. That's going to be good. All right. All right. Good, good, good. Um, now, now, uh, look, look here. We, we, we have to uh, stay in the, uh, in, in the D.C. area because we got to talk about the stupidest person in, well, one of the stupidest people. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. And you're a fucking moron. But I mean, truly, when you, you know, when you see our kids, and I truly believe that they are our children, they are the children of our country, of our communities. Really? I, I mean, our future is really bright if no. we, if no. we prioritize them and therefore prioritize the climate crisis and the need to address. What? I'm not quite sure. Damn, she's good at her job. No, she's not. No, no, no. Kamala Harris, also known as the vice president, also known as the border czar. It's one of those weird words that's spelled with a C. Kamala Harris is going to visit Arizona, and she will be 100 miles away from the border. She will be in Tonopah, Arizona, 100 miles from the southern border, where she will discuss investments in clean energy and not speak. Now, now wait a second. I thought John Kerry was the climate czar, and she was the immigration czar. She's going to be speaking on clean energy, which would be under John Kerry, and not talking about the border crisis. 
by the way, she has only been to the border, and she didn't even go to the southern border. She went out to El Paso where Joe was. Now, look, good people of El Paso, I ain't putting y'all down, but you ain't the southern border. The southern border is those fine folks down there in Harlingen, in Brownsville. Those people, Brownsville is right next to the fucking border. It's literally, the city of Brownsville is two miles away from the border. How do I know that? Well, I spent many a spring breaks down there. That's how I know it. I get more repulsed by this uh, this. this president and vice president more and more every day and i and and i thought about this and i i've talked about it with wrestling and things like this do you know why i'm so mad i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna tell you why i'm so mad it's because it's not the fact that they're lying to us it's not even the fact that they're not doing their jobs What I'm mad at is how they insult our intelligence. You have someone that was named the border czar who's going to talk about clean energy 100 miles away from the border, yet you're calling this a trip to the southern border? Well, you're not going to the southern border. You're going to Arizona. Arizona is not the southern border. You know what else isn't the southern border? Tijuana and San Diego. That is not the southern border. Are they borders? Yes. The southern border, though, is down a little bit more south. Hence the name southern border. And if you want to get into semantics with me like those Democrats like to do, I will fucking put you in the ground. Shit, she doesn't even go to Taco Bell. I think the border has a restraining order against her because of what she did to it. Uh, by border czar, she means she eats dick like it's a Taco Bell burrito. Yum, 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 yum. I, I get upset because they insult my intelligence and they insult your intelligence and the intelligence of all American people. Now, there are some people in America... I'll call them the 81 million who have no intelligence. That's right. I said it. If you voted for Joe Biden, I'm sorry. Look, look, look. You reap what you sow. That's all. If you enjoy paying $10 for a dozen eggs, vote for Joe Biden again in two years. If you enjoy your gas being over $4 a gallon, vote Democrat again. Please. I'm not going to tell you how to vote. But when you start bitching and moaning and complaining about the price of things, hashtag Cardi B, you reap what you sow. You put this guy in office. Do I really believe he got more votes than Barack Obama ever did? Once again, hard time swallowing that. But okay. Um, 
this has gone so far beyond this little fun drop that we play on the show from Dallas Buyers Club. Do your fucking job. Um, Arnie, for Christ's sake, don't apologize for those fucking imbeciles. No, I, I and and look, look, I, I look into the American people, and I know people that voted for Joe Biden, who I admire, I like. Uh, they're friends of mine. I'm not going to lose friends over who they vote for and who they not. And I don't necessarily want to call my friends names on this show. But, you know, if I was off the air and we were just having a discussion, me and you, yeah, they're fucking idiots. But that's just between you and me. Um. Did you? I, I'd really like to know what did you expect was going to happen with Joe Biden? Were we truly in that bad a shape as a country? I, I, I'm asking this because I didn't see us in that bad a shape. Take out the COVID shit. Okay, were we in that bad a shape as a country? They save LOL. No. No, look, look, and, and I'm just asking. I understand that Donald Trump was this misogynistic guy who walked around saying all the time, oh, I grabbed him by the pussy, even though it was one time and he was being recorded and didn't know he was being recorded and he was talking to somebody who was a friend of his, Billy Bush. And I'm here to tell you guys talk that way to their friends. If a guy, look, look, look ladies, ask your ladies, you single gals out there, Here's your test to see if a guy is going to be honest with you. Ask him. Have you ever heard guys say phrases like, oh, I'm going to grab him by the pussy? If that guy says no, he's a fucking liar. Uh, I didn't care or think about the consequences under Biden as long as Trump wasn't in office any. Okay. Hey, hey, fair enough. Oh, they didn't. They didn't care. Uh, Look. Arizona has a southern border, aren't I? lived in Tombstone for 18 months and watched the border 29 miles away from my house in the constant parade of illegal... Oh, da-da-da-da-da! Not gay-ass gay guy. I understand there's a border there. I, I get it. It's not a southern border. It's not the southern border. It would be the southern border of Arizona. But the... And they all like to say the southern border. The southern border is actually... Right there where I'm talking about. Arizona, of course, has a border. New Mexico has a border. El Paso has a border. Those are not the southern borders, though. Those are all borders. They aren't the southern border. Like the Ohio State. Exactly. Except that the border did not try to copyright the word the. Donald, good morning to you. Happy Friday to you as well. So I find it interesting that she's going to the border, yet she's not going to talk about the immigration problem. She's going to talk about this. Well, I'm here to tell you something. By the way, this is me saying this, and I I, I will go on and say this and continue to say this. This administration wants children to die. The end. Oh, the reason why I bring that up is um, Reuters, a very reputable news agency, is reporting 
that children under the age of 14 are dying of fentanyl poisoning at a rate faster than any other group in America. Between 2019 and 2021, synthetic opioid fatalities led by fentanyl poisonings among U.S. children under 14 increased faster than any other U.S. age group. Now, is this because those wacky doctors out there just keep prescribing fentanyl? Uh, American was being tan, uh, treated like a business. We were cruising for a 1K craze. Roth RRA increased, 457 increased. Gas was affordable. Border security was improved. We weren't on the brink of World War III. The state of our country was no doubt in better shape. Yeah. Now, it's not the doctors that are prescribing these crazy amounts of fentanyl. No, no, no. Because now doctors, doctors hardly, look, doctors will try to prescribe anything that has no kind of opioids in there whatsoever, unless they truly have to. Due to the fact that the opioid crisis blew up. And now fentanyl, which is made in China, a lot of these pills are made in China. China. And do you know how they're brought up? Do you know how they're brought into this country? Does anybody know how all this fentanyl is getting in this country? Uh, Lisa says, promise the fentanyl I give through an IV is far from what is on the streets. Uh, Thank you, China and cartel. Yes, exactly, uh, Alicia. Correct the mundo. What happens is, is that the Chinese will send us fentanyl. Or the cartels will try to make fentanyl, or they're trying to make Oxycontin, and they make it with fentanyl instead. And by the way, they're putting it in colorful packaging now, and they're killing our children. Uh, Through people's asses, that's how it gets in our jail. But how does it get into their asses? It gets into their asses because somebody smuggled it up, probably not through their ass, through the southern border. You know, the one that nobody goes to? The one down near Brownsville and Harlingen? Meth is pissed off here because fentanyl overtook it as top dog. Yeah, oh yeah. Now, if we secure the border, let me let me first of all say this. The cartels will still find a way to bring drugs into this country. I, I, look, I'm not an idiot. I lived through the, quote, war on drugs. You got to remember, I've seen a lot. I've reported a lot of stories. The war on drugs, we lost. We lost that a long time ago. And I, I will say that the one of the biggest nails in the coffin was the legalization of marijuana, which I don't have a problem with. I, I, I use um, coconut oil and other oils um, for the pain in my knees and my back, and it's so much better than the, the shit that I took before. 
And now I didn't have the shit that I took before. I never took that for my the pain in my knees and back. You know why? I took it to get high. I ain't going to lie to you. But as you get older, you start to, you know, get creaks and cracks and things like that, and it hurts. And when that was legalized, and, and by the way, why isn't anyone, I, I don't understand why Louis Farrakhan hasn't come out, Al Sharpton. Uh, well, I, I, I figure why Al Sharpton doesn't come out. Al Sharpton's stupid. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Uh, I heard about how they're smuggling fentanyl pills and PVC pipes attached to the outside of train cars, and people just think they're part of the train. Sure. My wife is an engineer, and her company said if they're on a train site doing field work and they see one of these pipes run, immediately run to get to safety and to call authorities. Oh, I'm sure. Alicia says the fentanyl comes in all different colors. Had a dude swallow a bag in front of me once, and five minutes later, after two hits of Narcan and no response, we had him on a Narcan drip and sent him to the ICU. Pretty sure he died. <laughs> Great loss to the arts, huh? <laughs> the Mexico-United States border begins at the initial point of boundary between the U.S. and Mexico, which is set uh, Marine League three nautical miles south of the southernmost point of San Diego Bay. Not gas, gay guy. I'm not, I'm not going to. I understand that there are borders. Not trying, but when they say the southern border, they're talking about the one in Texas. It's not just, I'm not proud of it, I'm not trying to say that. But if you look at a map, San Diego is not further. Wait, hold on, let me let me make sure of this. Hold on, I just want to make sure. Um, Google Map of America, okay, now. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm pretty right on this one here. Um, if you look at a map of America, now I'm looking at San Diego. San Diego uh, is, is, is far south. Now, if you were to go across, San Diego is as far south as Fort Worth is. If you look at latitude and longitude lines, that's where San Diego is. Fort Worth is 16 hours away from the southern border. That's how much further southern it is. Uh, the most southeast border, uh, the most southeast south border would be Miami, and we're not attached. Matamoros and uh, it, down there where you look at it, Matamoros is the first city in Mexico that you go to. I used to go to Padre Island for spring break. Our main man, Roy, who lives down in uh, South Padre now. We stayed in Harlingen or, or Brownsville because it was cheaper. All the hotels in South Padre were on the beach. Now, where Padre is, and that Padre is, if you go south of Padre, you're in the Gulf of Mexico. If you go south of Brownsville or Harlingen, you're in Mexico. Miami, I think Florida is probably the, the it's it's close. Ever notice this whole cartel thing wasn't a problem until Andy Dufresne escaped Shawshank Prison and went to Mexico? Coincidence? I looked at a map. I get it. I, I, all I'm saying is this: that when they talk about the southern border, 
Arizona has one just south of what looks like Tucson. Uh, El Paso there in the whole Rio Grande Valley. They're in the in the in the outskirts of Texas over there that I've never been to and never want to go to. And it continues to go all the way down. All I'm saying is this. When they say the southern border and they visit Arizona or they visit San Diego, they're not visiting where the problem is. 700,000 people have come through that border right there in Texas since the beginning of the year. Now, I don't know about you, but 700,000 people in 20 days – I think that that's somewhere around 320,000 people a day. Uh, Alicia's got to go. She says, adios, ass family. Happy weekend. Well, happy weekend to you as well. Fentanyl deaths among toddlers between the age of one and four has more than tripled. And deaths between the age of five and 14 has nearly quadrupled. All I know is 29 miles was way too close. I can agree with you on that, my friend. And this administration has literally, literally done dick. All this environmental shit is so much more important to them. And I know it's important to a lot of people. It's not important to me, though, and we're not going to get into that discussion. And the one thing that I will give President uh, Obama, I know it's a long time ago, and not not many people are as big news news junkies as I am. But when he was first running for office, he was running against uh, John McCain. John McCain was a war hero, a prisoner of war in Vietnam. And for a long time, McCain was beating Obama. But then Obama started to gain traction. And this was at the time in 2008, right before the election, this is about four months before the election, that we had an economic downturn and we went into a recession. Now, John McCain was a representative and Barack Obama was a senator, I believe. I hope I'm right about that. John McCain famously said on television interview that he was going to suspend his campaign so he could go back to Washington and work on the Fiscal crisis. I don't know if it was a Barack Obama who came up with this or one of his smart people that works with him, but Barack Obama came out an hour later and says, well, uh, John can go back to Washington and do that. I'm a senator. I can do that and campaign, as a president should be able to do more than one thing at a time. Pretty much fucking turned the entire election around, and Barack Obama won. He was a senator. Okay, thank you, Ogre. I appreciate that. They're both senators. Um, Generally speaking, uh, we only have two borders, the southern, a.k.a. Mexican, northern border. Not saying you are not correct by any means. Okay, 700,000. How many are terrorists, cartel, or other horrible people? I don't know because they didn't vet them. 
But why can't Joe's former president's words ring true with, oh, I know why, because Joe Biden's an idiot. And Joe Biden, look. Remember how I said this the other day? The only color that, that matters in this country is green. The only thing that, that, that matters to Joe Biden, he's what, 842 years old? He, he, he's like, he, he hung out with Job and Methuselah in high school. All, all that matters to him is his legacy. These Washington-type people, these people, they, they, they're fixated on this legacy that they have, that they want their name around forever. I get it. Hey, hey, I understand it. Joe Biden doesn't care about the border problem. Joe Biden doesn't care about American kids dying over fentanyl overdoses. Joe Biden really doesn't give a fuck about the environment. He cares about his legacy. He wants his name to be associated with great things, as most of us probably do. But you have to do the hard work to do that. By the way, Virginia Democrats. Um, Democrats in the Virginia Senate successfully rejected multiple attempts Tuesday by Republicans to repeal a 2021 law. And yes, Virginia is joining California in the crackdown on gas-powered cars. <sighs> a party vote of 8 to 7. Um, they killed the GOP introduced measures which had been consolidated into one. So once again, uh, I believe it's 2035, under the law, Virginia is required to adopt the same rule as California and ban the sale of gas-powered new cars. I mean, since Joe does that creepy whisper thing, I think I'll do it here. You know, the other day when we talked about how they banned automatic weapons and what, after World War One, somewhere around that time? They opened the door. Now, do I think it's a good idea that Americans aren't all having automatic? I think that's pretty smart. It is a restriction of our rights, though. Now, if they can go that far with something that is a guaranteed right to us, the right to bear arms, this little bullshit of, oh, we're going to ban all sales of new gas-powered cars in 2035. What do you think is going to happen in 2037? In 2038, they will be banning the sale of any gas-powered car. If it gets that far. The problem is, is technology is not going to allow them to get that far. Technology and their own, um, what were the, infrastructure. 
right now today. Could California handle 30 million drivers driving electric cars and plugging them all in at night? You think California could survive that? Do you think any state could survive that? And the answer is a big, resounding, fuck no, they can't. The state of California turns the power off when it gets windy. I'm not making that up. I'm not trying to be funny here. <laughs> Can they handle it in the words of Alex Trebek? Ha, 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 ha. No. What is Rotunderer? Ha, 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 ha. No. No state can. The power grid will explode. Probably not. Musk is working on a car that requires no plug-in completely uh, prop you. Well, I don't know how it's going to get energy then. I mean, pretty soon we're going to start seeing solar power cars, and they're going to break down on the side of the road. By the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way. Mm. To all my friends in northern Nevada and northern California. How many times over the weekend was I-80 shut down? How many times this winter has I-80 been shut down due to the ice and the snow? What happens if you're driving an electric-powered car? I mean, we've, we've talked about this. You're going to be running the heater because it's fucking cold outside, right? Well, that's going to drain the battery. Along with driving real slow and, and, and being on the ice and stuff like that. And by the way, can you put chains on a Tesla? I asked that question because when, when, I, when I was driving the, uh, the Genesis, that was a badass car. That car was awesome. Um, at the dealers, they told me, if you put chains on this car, you, you know the warranty. No, the, the warranty is null and void. So can you put chains on a Tesla? Or is it the same problem? Because I'm betting it's the same problem. So once again, what what's the good of these cars? I, I, I found something interesting, and I'll probably get in trouble for playing this, but it, it's okay. Uh, I found this uh, online. And this is Joe Rogan. One of the most disturbing, dark, and depressing podcasts I've ever done. What really goes into getting a cell phone is slaves in the Congo. Women who are working with a child on their back, breaking out cobalt with hammers. The toxic fumes, they're inhaling them, their child's inhaling them. All sorts of birth defects, cancers. He was talking about all this horrible shit that happens to these people on top of the fact that they're not getting barely any money. They're just barely enough to survive and eat. They're treated like shit. They work 12 hours a day. And that's at the heart of every fucking cell phone we own. One of No, that's cell phones. They have to do the exact same thing to mine for those batteries in those cars. How come no groups are coming out saying anything about that? State line to halfway across Nebraska. Wait, all iced up and shit? Okay. You can put them on the... <laughs> Pete Coop. 
I'm not even gonna read that. That's too goddamn funny. Oh, man, that reminds me of the worst joke I've ever told on this show, and I will not tell it again. The punchline of the joke is snow tires don't put don't start singing when you put chains on them. That's all. I'm going to give you the punchline. Speaking of punchlines, George Santos is at it again. This guy, this guy needs to be fucking run out of office. This guy is the biggest piece of shit in the world. He's a Republican from New York, from fucking Long Island, and had the audacity to say that his mama was up in the World Trade Center on 9-11. Whoops-a-daisy. A bunch of records have been released that show his mama wasn't even in the U.S. <laughs> yes, Straight Fire, you get that one correct. Uh, Greta got arrested protesting a coal mine. If she went to a lithium mine, she'd be forced to work. By the way, all this this Greta Thunberg. This little twat waffle, I, I I gotta say. Blah, blah, blah. That's all you do, bitch. How dare you? I Look, and I know that she's autistic. And by the way, I do not feel bad calling her a bitch. She's just as bad as that bitch, Carol Baskins. These bullshit staged elections, and when reporters ask her questions, she doesn't answer. She just laughs because she thinks it's funny. Man, oh, man. Why couldn't she have been driving the car on Monday? Save a Briscoe, get rid of a Thurnberg. That Repo- this Republican asshole is faker than a $3 bill. He is, he's fucking horrible, man. Those fucking people uh, uh, up there in Long Island that elected him. Good for you to repu- uh, to elect somebody with an R in front of their name. Should have done a little bit more research on your guy there, Republican Party. Now, this last story. Um, Thurnberg was all set up for the camp. Oh, absolutely. This has all been a stage thing for her. And by the way, I have a question. Just a real quick question. I would like to know who's funding her. I'd like to know who's funding her to take a sailboat around the world to go to different causes and speak at different climate summits and things like that. I would like to know who's paying her. Oh, I already, I already think I know a name in there. And that name is George Soros, not Santos. George Soros, the evilest man to ever walk the face of the earth next to Hitler. I want to know where she's getting her money. 
got nice down jackets, all this kind of stuff, sitting there in the cold in Germany being drug away from the police. A lying politicians, I don't believe it. Wasn't Biden top of his class? Absolutely, if you ask Joe Biden. Uh, Stinkfist, probably the United Nations is. And who are they funded by? Once again, George Soros. Uh, no, I don't think she had fake handcuffs on. Uh, I, I, I don't remember seeing them put handcuffs on her. I'm just telling you this right now. I would have gone South Central on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would have definitely done the, the Rodney King thing. If I was a cop, and, and that's the that's one of their big things, and the reason why this is all staged and the police are treating her with kid gloves is that they've had a few incidents in Germany. I, and by the way, when I hear that the police rough people up in Germany, Golly. you don't say. You don't say. Surprise, surprise, surprise. That's weird. Because, I mean, none of them could be descendants from you-know-who's. This is why they're being so gentle with her. Well, I tell you, I, I, I would, I would grab her up by the scruff of her neck. Oh, I would do, I would probably do some wrestling moves on her. I'd try to stun her, kick her in the gut, and then drop her on that fucking stack of dimes she calls a neck. Then I stand over, I talk shit, tell her I'm gonna stomp a mud hole in her and walk it dry. Might DDT her. I'm not sure. I'm betting looking at her because she's a little bitty gal. She ain't that heavy. I could probably power slam her like the Road Warriors. Not gay ass guy says, hey, Arn. Yes. Yes. But, yeah. Now, I'm going to do this last story of this first break here, and I am not happy about this at all. No. This proves to me that all of Washington is a gigantic swamp. We already knew that, but I didn't realize this part was as swampy as it is. An investigation conducted by the United States Supreme Court. I'll have you know my grandfather died in Nazi Germany. He got drunk and fell out of a car tile. Um, I'd love a soundbite of her saying, don't tase me, bro. I'll see if one's out there. Is one out there? Uh, the investigation by the United Supreme Court has failed to identify who the actual person was that leaked the court decision that signaled the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Remember that? Remember that? You got everybody in there. They, oh, they were all up in their hunches. How is it you don't know who leaked that? Are you that incompetent as an investigating force? I, I mean, if that's the case, then you need to rehire your investigating team. You don't know who leaked it. Um, I'm at a loss for words for this. To say that I'm disappointed is an understatement. 
Uh, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised, honestly. I remember watching some of the Kavanaugh hearings when, you know, things were leaked. And I guess they take, I guess they just take their word for it. Because uh, you remember um, when Brett Kavanaugh was being vetted to become Supreme Court Justice, we learned that he loves beer, obviously. And we learned through uh, through her own admission that Dianne Feinstein, one of the oldest and ugliest senators that we have in this country, was sent a, a mail, an actual handwritten letter, a mail, mailed a letter, and uh, it, it talked about how Brett Kavanaugh held her in a room. He didn't finger blast her. He didn't pull out his tally whacker. He didn't talk about his mom's lip cream on his wiener. Just in there. And we all, or, or, or they all, wanted to see him charged with sexual assault, even though no sex happened. And I remember them going around saying, how many copies of there was a letter? Oh, just one. Just one. Well, then how did it leave your office and end up in a published Politico story? How did that happen? Well, I, I'm not sure. That's what that's what Dianne Feinstein said. She asked her aides. She said, did anybody leak this? No, nobody in my office leaked it. Well, see, this is what, this is what normal thinking people would do then. Well, wait a second. We have a senior member of the Senate here whose office was obviously broken into, and this letter was stolen and sent to the Washington Times or, or Politico. We need to go through all the cameras, all the people that were in and out of this, because we cannot have thieves stealing this, because those would be classified documents. But we have no idea now who leaked the draft from the Supreme Court on the overturning of Roe versus Wade. I, I think it's great. Fucking idiots. All right. Phone number is uh, 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Alec Baldwin shit coming up next.
but I don't care If I gather little moss if it's in my Texas home I've got a little girl waiting Her name is Patricia Jane And I'll never be happy to tell her by her side Out on those West Texas
and he put up a punk song there. Um, Music World lost an icon yesterday. I'm not a big fan of this guy. Um, never a big fan of Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but David Crosby, the founding member of the Birds, 
um, died yesterday. He was 81 years old. I mean, he, he was 81. In, in in David Crosby years, that's like 600. I mean, like he fathered a child with Melissa Etheridge, and she's a lesbian. All the drugs that guy did, man, oh, man. Keith Richards is fucking counting his chickens right now. He's like, holy shit. But uh, RIP to David Crosby, big major influence on the, oh, shit. Holy shit, I think I just had a package delivered. Hold on a second. Let me look outside. Oh, it's the FedEx guy. Hold on a second. Ask family, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. I take full credit for this too. Um, I use uh, I, I'm a fat guy, and I have a uh, major phobia of smelling bad. And I have about twenty different soaps all the time. Why? Because I don't want to stink. So I found uh, Duke Cannon. I, they don't pay me yet, but uh, Duke Cannon. They have this soap out there, and it's called Midnight Swim, but they only had it in bar form. Now, Bubba, you don't like soap, so you got to get away from here. Well, they finally, after I wrote them a few letters, I said, please, please, please put this in liquid form. And now I have the... Get, Bubba, get off me! God damn, get your damn drooling mouth out of here. They have the thick body wash called Midnight Swim. Seagrass and sandalwood. Now, I'm opening it up. I have not smelled this yet. Oh, that's heaven. Ho, 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 man. Oh, that smells. That That is del- I might want to eat this. Oh, that's good smelling shit right there. Oh, boy. I like it. I like that a lot. Uh, leaf and leather is better. I'm not a big fan of that. No way is it Le- Oh, I wish it was Lever 2000. Oh, if it was the old blue Lever 2000, uh, the rain. Dude, I, I am still heartbroken that Le- the Lever used to have this uh, liquid soap out. They had a, a white bottle, an orange bottle, a green bottle, but the, the truth was the blue bottle. And you'd take a shower with that, and your whole house would smell like a fucking awesome rainforest. Oh, man. How many livers did that guy go through? David Crosby, a lot. This is good stuff. I, I, I have a good feeling about this. The Buffalo Trace soap isn't bad either. Uh, I like the, uh, the military one, the green one. Bar soap they got. Uh, sometimes I use the hand soap to even shower. That that's pretty good. Uh, their naval supremacy liquid soap was pretty good. This though, midnight swim. Whoo! This is the truth. Very excited about that. Good job on their part, getting it to me so quickly. Uh, all right. Hey, hey, pro wrestling T-shirts. You guys should ship through these same people. My Briscoe Brothers T-shirt that I started the week off with. The uh, the redneck kung fu that took that took almost four weeks to get to me and it was sh- sent from Chicago. I don't understand it, but hey, we're gonna move on because you guys want to hear 
about our dear friend, good old Alec Baldwin. No, 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 no. Um, Alec Baldwin will be charged. We did that. Dove soap is the only soap that's all. Now, I like Dove. I do have Dove. Dove is the truth. Dove lasts forever. I got that and Neutrogena, the, 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 the brown one. That one's pretty good, too. Those, those are good. And then uh, my go-to is always, and I, I don't like using antibacterial soap. I don't use it for the anti. I use it for the smell. Dial antibacterial, that bright orange soap. Ooh, that stuff's good. Okay, enough soap talk. Alec Baldwin. And I find this so funny is that the the husband of uh, Helena Hutchinson has come out and said, yeah, it was terrible, but um, well, wait a second. Where, where is that story? Because this is a different one here. I have a bunch of Alec Baldwin here. Oh, there you go. The, the husband came out and said, yeah, yeah, I'm glad because he has no respect for life. So this husband, I like the fact that this husband is finally getting to, to sound off. Now, everybody, everybody's, you know, talking about this out of nowhere. Yeah, and by the way, by the way, when charges were filed, like I said, I've become kind of a, a troll on Twitter. I, I, I tweeted Rob Reiner. I said, hey, I hope that you use your clout and all the thunder that you have to come down on your good friend for murder <laughs> at Alec Baldwin. <laughs> have not resp- He's not responded to that. Hold on. I got a package of soap. You're fucking killing me. <laughs> um, Mickey Rourke. I now now I I like Mickey Rourke. I I, I think he was great in the res. He doesn't look like the Mickey Rourke that was in Diner, that was in Harley Davidson in the Marlboro Man. He's had some really bad plastic surgeries, but he's come out and he declared that Alec Baldwin should be absolved of all crimes because, and I quote. No, there is no way in hell this should be blamed on him because most actors don't know anything about guns. Now, that is interesting logic. You don't know anything about guns, so you're going to use one on a movie set and you end up killing somebody and you should be absolved of crime. Now, does that mean if someone who is 22 years old and has never driven a car before and decides to have a few drinks and gets into a car and drives it and runs over, I don't know, 10, 15 children that they should be absolved because, uh, what was the quote again? Um, They don't know anything about cars. I, I mean, really? Really, Mickey Rourke? Um, Baldwin and Armour Hannah Gutierrez-Reed are facing a maximum of 18 months in prison if convicted, which they won't be. 
They they might be convicted, but they'll never. Well, she she might see some prison time. Alec Baldwin's not going to prison. I can just tell you that. Uh, Andrew says ignorance is no excuse. No, it's not. Uh, they also don't know anything about politics, so why do they <laughs> they shut the fuck up? There you go, V. Coop. Oh, I see. Ignorance is an excuse. How's that working? Well, let me ask you how it works. When you're driving and you're going, I don't know, 50 miles an hour and you're in a 35-mile-an-hour zone and that cop pulls you over, we've all said this, right? Oh, I didn't know the speed limit was 35. Oh, okay, well, go on with your way, day then. No, you still get a ticket. What interest, actual fuck? And let's nullify the argument with an actor acts. They study their role. They get into character by studying their role. Hence, a and many playing a gunslinger cowboy would know how his gun is to be slung. Well, let, let's tell the truth about Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin has used guns in movies for uh, pretty much his entire career. Now, he's not an action guy. He's not really that good an actor. He's okay. He's got great hair. He's a pretty guy. Does a great Donald Trump impersonation. But the fact of the matter is, is that to say, oh, he should be absolved because actors don't know anything about guns is the stupidest thing I've heard. So far in 2023, that's the dumbest thing I've heard. Oh, please let, oh, no. Oh, I was hoping they would have video of, Ali, or of Mickey Rourke saying that. Baldwin says he uh, pulled the gun from his holster and held it facing Hutchins and has always maintained that it was cocked, but he did not fire it. And then I let go of the hammer of the gun, and the gun goes off. Well, that's what happens when the gun is cocked. And if your finger is not securely on the trigger, and you gun guys, please uh, please back me up on this. If, you're, if your finger is not on the trigger and you release the hammer, it fires. Kale says if you're holding a gun, you're responsible for it. Period. Boy, we're doing this. We're doing this sound effect a lot today. Correct the mundo. I like Ward's assessment. That being said, I'm fixing to rape a hot young woman. And hey, not my fault since I don't know anything about rape, having never done it before. There's the logic right there. Christopher says the armor is going to prison for sure. She's the one at fault for the death criminally. Well, she's being charged with the same thing. I don't think Alec did anything wrong criminally. Well, he fired a gun. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Civilly, he's definitely on the hook, and the victim's family deserve everything. You're, you're right about that. If you're holding a firearm, and that firearm goes off in your hands, you are responsible. The end. Now, you might not think that's fair. You might not think that's right. I would imagine that there are a lot of parents out there whose children have decided to take the family car for a joyride and wreck it in somebody's house. Well, the parents, they didn't know about it. They were asleep, and the kids snuck out and took the, the keys. They are still responsible, financially especially, 
and sometimes criminally, if something happens there. Is that fair? The answer is, well, probably not, but it's their responsibility. It's like when you're holding a gun. That gun is your responsibility. No matter what. If it accidentally goes off, which I... I've never seen a gun accidentally go off. Unless it was dropped. And that's not really accidentally going off. That's going off because it was dropped. Once again, that person responsible. Criminally and financially. It wasn't on purpose. No, uh, no one here deserves a murder charge. And that's why they're not getting murder charged. They're being charged with involuntary manslaughter. See, this is where the state of Florida fucked up. With that fucking asshole. Uh, what, what, what's his name? George P. Uh, who, who was the guy in Florida that killed uh, Trayvon? And he used the old stand your ground law and all that kind of stuff. He got off. Why? Because they didn't charge him with manslaughter. They charged him with, with, I think they charged him with first, and then they knocked it down to second-degree murder, and you're not going to pin second-degree murder on him. Uh, Let's see. The reports say he gave misleading and false statements, and there was multiple real bullets mixed in with the prop ones. Multiple? Like, how are fake bullets not like bright orange, like the tip of a plastic gum? Seems a distinction between real and fake would have been an easy fix. George Zimmerman, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I've handled several types of blanks before, and you can fucking tell when it's a blank or a live round. Whoever loaded that gun is responsible. Baldwin held the gun, cocked it in an unsafe manner, pointing it in an unsafe direction. He broke the cardinal fucking rule of gun safety. The first two commandments, treat a gun like it's loaded and always know your target and what's beyond it, period. Let me tell you a story about my dad. You guys all like stories about my dad. Dad hated guns after Korea. Dad could not stand guns after Korea. I wasn't raised in a gun household. My father used guns in Korea, and he had to do some horrible things. But he knew his job. He had to do his job. I remember once I got a a toy gun, and I pointed it at him. And I don't know if it was the PTSD that my dad was never diagnosed with or anything, but I've never made my dad matter at that point in my life. Now, that was young. I was young. I mean, still my teenage years are in front of me, and I'm going to piss him off a lot then. But at this point, I had never made him that mad. He, he, he grabbed the toy gun, and it was a, he bought the gun for me, so he knew it was a fucking toy. But this was a lesson. He ripped that gun away from me, and he says, you never, ever point a gun at somebody unless you intend to shoot them. And, of course, me being a dumb kid, I'm like, Dad, this is not a real. He said, I don't care. I don't care. I know this is a toy gun. I'm trying to teach you, though, that you don't point guns at people unless you know that you're going to shoot them, or it's all, it, it, and we didn't get in the movie discussion because I was just like, okay, Dad's mad at me. I'm just going to go along with it. 
Um, let's see. Uh, four real bullets found on the set. Two mixed in with fake rounds and one gun. One in Alex's gun belt. Uh, the way Alec Baldwin is reacting to this makes me presume that he doesn't have a problem sleeping at night. If he held a gun that accidentally injured, let alone killed someone, I couldn't sleep at night. If he was a decent human, he would own the fact that a life was lost accidentally due to the time uh, and then make it a mission from here on out to promote gun safety. Basically, he really fucking sucks and absolutely should be punished. I think there's a big difference here, though, when the professional armorer on set hands a uh, pussy bitch actor like Alec and tells him it's safe, go ahead. Now, now we can we can talk about that. Do do I think that the armorer should bear a little bit? Yes. And let's remember this armorer, this young lady. This was her first movie. Now, the, the one question that I have, and by the way, by the way, a lot of legal experts are coming out, and I know it was said on this show, and y'all know how much I hate this, but these legal experts are coming out and saying his decision to sit down with George Stephanopoulos, or Stephanopoulos, um, was a massive mistake. One of the biggest mistakes Alec Baldwin made was go on TV and say he didn't pull the trigger. That was a lie. I guarantee you that is going to come back and haunt him. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Why would you go on TV? The FBI, along with many firearms expert experts, all have agreed that there is no way that this gun accidentally went off. Here you go. Let's see. Uh... I'm with your dad on the toy. Oh, I look, look, my dad was right. I'm not saying my dad was wrong with that. I was just giving you a story from my childhood about this. Uh, my son got a couple of Nerf guns, and he almost got bitch slapped for pointing at his sister. Unless you're both prepared and dressed appropriately, even Nerf guns can be unsafe. It's not like Nerf will cause a bleeding wound, but it's good training for when you're older and handle a real gun. That habit should be ingrained by the time you're older. Man, oh man, once again, ladies and gentlemen. Correct the mundo. Uh, the armor never handled the gun. It was the assistant armor, okay? Maybe he found out that they voted for Trump. Yeah, bud, you weren't on Dateline. The armor bears all the responsibility. No. At least in the criminal sentence, Alec bears responsible for hiring the worst movie set armor of all time. Well, no. No, no, no. No. And this isn't because I hate Alec Baldwin. This could have been George Strait. If it was George Strait filming a music video and he did something like this, I would be sitting here going, George Strait should be charged with involuntary manslaughter. 
I'm not calling the man. Well, I do call Alec Baldwin a murderer because he did murder somebody. But he did it accidentally, so that's why you got to call him. And, and, and by the way, murderer rolls off the tongue a lot easier when you're doing a talk show than, oh, he's an involuntary manslaughterer. He held the gun. He's responsible. The end. The person that loaded the gun, also responsible. The end. Did they mean to kill Helena Hutchinson? No. Absolutely not. At least I don't think they did. Unless we get some sinister plan that Alec didn't want to pay her and this was all uh, all set up and he murdered her and he got away with it. I don't think that's the, the case at all. You can give me any celebrity. You can give me every celebrity that I like. If they were holding a gun and it went off and it killed somebody, they bear the responsibility. Okay. Little test for everybody. You remember when we were kids? Maybe playing back backyard baseball. And somebody pitches you the ball and you hit it. And it breaks a window of a neighbor's house. Who bears responsibility for paying for that window to be fixed? I'll wait. Uh, his defense team will play your soundbite of no, 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 no in court. And then the uh, the all look here. If if and I don't know anything about Santa Fe, and I don't know anything about their DAs or their their prosecutors there. But if you don't have an entire army of firearms experts as witnesses, then you're doing your job poorly. This is a pretty, and, and by the way, by the way, they have it on film. Still waiting on the window thing. Remember the old cowboy movies? Remember the, the, them old cowboy movies when they had the six shooters on the side, kind of like what this is? And you remember when, when, when Wyatt Earp or somebody would take their gun and they would cock the hammer back and they would just use the hammer. They would cock it back, cock, 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 and the gun would shoot like that. The fingers weren't on the triggers. That's what happens when you let the hammer go. Um, Whoever hit the ball, but if your friends are real, they'd all pitch in. Well, as little kids, you don't have a whole lot of real friends, but you're absolutely right. You hit the ball, you broke the window, you bear the responsibility. Did you mean to break the window? I'll, I'll give you a 99% chance, uh, uh, thought process that, no, you didn't mean to break the window. But you're still responsible for it. They aren't going to charge you with vandalism, but they are going to charge you with this because you are responsible for it. Now, the reason why I'm, I'm making a big deal about this is not because it's Alec Baldwin. It's because someone lost their life, and someone has to pay for it. And there are going to be two people that pay for it, the armorer and Alec Baldwin. Now, I agree with Christopher that the armorer is going to jail because she's not going to have lawyers as good as Alec Baldwin's. And with money, you can get off in this country. 
Hashtag OJ Simpson. I mean, come on. Ron and Nicole's head were almost cut clean off, and he had the greatest defense team known to mankind and got off. He was going up against a couple of boobs, and Christopher uh, was Darden and, and Marsha Clark. Here, put these gloves on over plastic gloves. That's weird. They don't fit. AD circumvented the armored constantly on set. He was handling the ammo and guns. Should have never been allowed. The assistant director, okay. Same as golf, yeah. Golf, golf is a, a little different. Golf is a, a tad bit different. There have been a couple cases in the uh, Florida Supreme Court. Somebody who lives on a golf course, they got their window broken, and the golfer didn't stop. Now, I would stop. Why? Because I am terrified of the golf gods when I played golf. If I wasn't terrified of the golf gods and I broke somebody's window and they were at work, I'm just going to drive on by. But I'm terrified of the golf gods because golf karma is about the most real karma, and it jumps up on you quick. I would stop, and I've left notes. And I think only one person has ever called on the note because the Supreme Court in Florida ruled that if you live on a golf course, you are assuming risk. Do I think that's right? Well, the Florida Supreme Court ruled on it. I don't have to think. I, I, like, I choose to own up for my response. I, 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 I believe in personal responsibility. I, I truly do. If you break a window, you should pay for it. If the gun's in your hands, you didn't mean to kill him. You did, though. And you, you're, you're going to have to pay. Now, Alec Baldwin will have this on his record. That's about it. Look look here. Alec Baldwin is not going to be out, uh, outfitted in prison blue. He's not going to have the denim fucking shirt on and the, the jeans with DOC on the back. The only time he would wear a DOC shirt is if he's going to the DOC's concert and he doesn't even rap anymore. That's old school for you kids. Al Baldwin will not be going to jail. Even if he is convicted of involuntary manslaughter, he is not going to jail. He's Alec Baldwin, for God's sakes. So we will continue to watch this case unfold each and every day. Oh, now I'm going to do some good news before I do the other story. Um, we found out yesterday and we finally have the first image from season three of Ted Lasso. It has been a year and a fucking half. Since the last time we saw Ted Lasso and that hunk of shit Nate who stabbed Ted in the back, who took over Rebecca's ex-husband's soccer team, they announced yesterday that the new season of Ted Lawson or Lasso 
will appear in the spring of 2023. Finally. By the way, this was announced on the same day that I fucking got rid of my Apple TV subscription. I will be watching this on the Fire Stick from now on. I am so excited. I am so happy for this show. And by the way, sadly, this is the last season. Um, They've been editing it, doing all this kind of stuff, but I'm very, very happy to announce that season three will be starting this spring. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, well, I was hoping sooner, but oh well. Yeah, look, I, spring is a, a, look, we're halfway, we're more than halfway through January. So you got February, March is when spring starts. So March, April, or May, that's when you can count on it. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait. Cannot wait. Ted Lasso, and if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso is a show that just makes you feel good about the world. It's a comedy. It's funny. Yeah, it's soccer, but man, oh man, Jason Sudeikis, it, I'll say he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant in this role. I don't throw that word around a lot when it comes to comedic actors or comedians. To me, in my professional opinion, right now in the world today, I think we are blessed with the most amount of genius comedians that maybe we've ever had. I'm hearing nothing but rave reviews for this new Ricky Gervais special called Armageddon. He's been touring all over Europe for it. They're filming a Netflix special, and I can't wait because I know that it's very, very popular to say that your favorite comedian is Dave Chappelle, and Dave Chappelle is another genius. I love Dave Chappelle, but Ricky Gervais... is, in my opinion, the best working comedian today because, and, and Dave Chappelle is right there with him. I Look, it's one and two. I don't care who you put in front because of one thing. They have no fear. I admire that from a comedian. Bill Burr, another genius that's out there. He has no fear. Is Ted Lasso sponsored by Vagisil? No. No, I don't think so. Um, I hate when they do that. Spring 23, second quarter 24. Just tell me the damn month, day, and year. I hear you, swoosh. Look, I'm waiting on that wrestling show on Stars Heels, and they say, oh, it's probably going to be the spring, too. Like, when? Cowboys Girl says, I like Ricky more. I'll never forget the first Ricky Gervais special I saw when he was making fun of kids who had AIDS. And I'm just sitting there going, and, and the way he does, the way he crafts his jokes, he's fucking brilliant. Now, I'm not a big fan of his, I, I like his show Afterlife. It's really depressing, though. God damn, it's depressing. But I love Ricky Gervais. I, I truly do, and I... I if he were to come to if he comes to Dallas, I'll go see him. I I don't go see a lot of comedians. I don't. I know that Tommy wants me to go see the Dice Man with him. He's coming up here soon. I I don't know if I'll go to that. But if Ricky Gervais comes to Dallas, oh you're goddamn right. I'm getting tickets to that. 
Oh, speaking of comedy shows, I'm just going to say this right now. Yeah, it, it, it's happening. It's happening. I will hopefully have more details on Monday for you, but it's happening. Heels was delayed because main guy was back in Flash and Green Arrow for a few episodes. Okay, thank you, Stackar. I appreciate that. Did you like that show? I liked Heels. I thought Heels was a good show. And Idiot Abroad was fantastic. Look, I, I, I thought that all... Oh, there's one other comedian that I consider a genius. And if you've never seen him, holy shit. He, he's... He's the comedian that nobody really gets yet because he mainly tours in Europe. And that's a fella by the name of Jimmy Carr. If you can get me to do a spit take, and Jimmy Carr has gotten me three times with his special. Joe Coy's been on sleep apnea, hilarious. Fluffy is funny, too. Fluffy's okay. Fluffy's a little too clean for me. Joe Coy, early Joe Coy was fantastic. When Joe Coy, when Joe Coy got all the recognition that he deserved, I'm not going to take that back. He deserved the recognition he got. Um, but I've seen a number of people say that Joe Coy's movie, uh, Happy Easter or whatever, was just terrible. And he incorporated a lot of his bits from his old stand-up in that movie, and it did not translate. I love Joe Coy. I think Joe Coy's great. But and, and after dating Chelsea Handler for a while, I don't think he's that funny anymore. Uh, I got free tickets going to see George Lopez at Hard Rock Saturday. Oh, that's the best kind of tickets to get free. I saw Fluffy over 20 years ago, then his act got old and boring. I love Jimmy Carr. He throws shade so effortlessly. Jimmy Jimmy Carr is like if I was in a in my mind I think I could almost stand toe to toe with Bill Burr even though I probably couldn't not comedy wise insult wise yeah if I were to try to stand up to Dave Chappelle Ricky Gervais or Jimmy Carr they would annihilate me and I'm pretty damn good but man oh man but this goes back to Ted Lasso, and I remember watching that show for the first time and being hooked after the first episode and watching all uh, it all happen. I love Ted Lasso, and, and like I said, Jason Sudeikis was underused on Saturday Night Live, and he's brilliant in this TV show. Um, it's all about Bill Bar- Burr. Oh, my God. He's, I love Bill Burr. I, I have zero problem with Bill Burr at all. George sucks. Now he just he spits liberal politics. A lot of these comedians figured they had to go the political route, and they didn't. The political route for the longest time was was handled by Bill Maher, and I hate Bill Maher. I hate his stand up. I think Bill Maher's stand up is garbage. His new take on the world, hey, I can sit down and talk to him. I like him that he's willing to extend an olive branch and have discussions about today's world, but his comedy, eh. And I know a lot of people will say, well, what about Jerry Seinfeld? Jerry Seinfeld's a clean comedian. And y'all can like him. Hey, I, I look, I don't say that he sucks. I don't say any clean comedian except Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Foxworthy suck. 
But I'm going to let you in on a little secret. In the comedy world. Especially, in, and I found this out kind of the hard way because I was never asked. Um, a lot of comedians, and I'm not talking about the big guys that we named. I'm talking about local comedians. Friends of ours like Carlos Rodriguez, who is on the fast track to becoming a humongous celebrity. And I can't wait because nobody deserves it more than Carlos Rodriguez. Ellis Rodriguez, same way. Love them both. These are guys who work their ass off, night in, night out, going from comedy club to comedy club, driving up and down the roads, doing all kinds of stuff. Um, and they both told me, have a clean set. And I said, well, and, and, and look, I have a philosophical difference when it comes to this. And I'll explain it here in a second. Um, they get hired to do all kind of corporate gigs, especially at Christmas time, and they make bank. But all those gigs are clean gigs. And I bring up these two guys because they they said they used to listen to me a lot when I was on the radio in the morning, and they found me very, very funny. And that's a huge compliment to me. And when they tell me they have a clean set, I tell them, I was clean for 24 years. When I go on stage and I get a microphone in my hand, you're going to get me. I'm not going to clean it up. I'm sorry. It's, it, it, it's my own philosophy, and I am not backing down on that. Uh, let's see. Gallagher was scheduled to do a show, but he was late, really, really late. Stackhouse's only clean comedian I, I was into was Brian Regan. His going to Dr. Bits were funny. I love Brian Regan's one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet. If you ever get a chance to meet, uh, when I worked in Reno, and the uh, rock station had just taken off, and it was just me and one other person in the morning. Every Thursday, we would have comedians come in. And uh, we had, like, a Will Arnett. Or no, not Will Arnett. Will, Will Sat. No, not Will Sat. It, it was some guy, and he was a real smart comedian, and he had a really shitty joke about buying a computer at, at, at Walmart. And I remember we clowned his ass. We had, the, uh, we had Bill Ingvall in. And Bill Ingvall's a nice guy. Here's your sign. He's another clean comedian. That, eh, just. And then we hit the mother load because Brian Regan came in. And I, and I loved Brian Regan's bits then because he was just funny. And he was a clean comedian. Look, looking back, he was a, a pretty clean comedian. I, li- I like Brian Regan a lot. But, I mean, I, like the stand-up specials that I remember watching, the first one I ever saw was Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip. I don't know why my parents let me watch that, but they did. Where he's talking about lions and shit in Africa. And I remember when I saw the movie, me, myself, and Irene, and they were watching that, and they were little kids, and I sat there, and I was laughing my ass off because I was the same little kid. I remember the first comedy record that I got was uh, Steve Martin's King Tut. Steve Martin was a pretty dirty comedian. Got to tell you, he was pretty dirty. And then I will never, ever forget. Um, we had gone to go visit my sisters in St. Louis. And my stepmom, who was my mom, 
she had a son. His name was Bob. Bob the shit-faced motherfucker. That's the way he treated my dad after my mom died. Um, but Bob had cable. And we were staying with Bob one night. And he had HBO. And there was a comedy special on, and I was a huge Saturday Night Live fan. And that comedy special was Eddie Murphy Delirious. And my mom, my God bless my my mom was a very, very intelligent lady. But man, oh man, she didn't under she, she was she was she was stuck in like the fifties and sixties, kind of like my dad with his music choices and things. They were kind of back there. And I'll never forget watching that special, how my mother was so appalled at Eddie Murphy Delirious. <laughs> I pity the fool. I'm going to stick my dick in and rip my dick off. When Eddie Murphy impersonated Mr. T, like I, I, I'm literally laughing my ass off as a kid. And my mother was, and, and she didn't stop it. She let it happen. God bless her. And it was uh, it was the next Christmas that 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 she had had enough. <laughs> this is my famous Christmas story where uh, where I ruined Christmas one year. I'm not proud of this, but I am kind of because the the turnout was pure comedy. See, it, and you always go for the comedy aspect of it. And uh, this year for Chris, that 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 year for Christmas, this is back when VCRs cost like. Two three hundred dollars, and the state's family didn't really have two three hundred extra dollars sitting around to buy a VCR. We didn't have cable growing up. My friends had cable, so I spent a lot of time at their house. We finally got cable when we moved to uh, our house that we bought, but this was in the house that we were written. It's Christmas. And I wanted a VCR. Uh, my mom bought me Eddie Murphy Delirious when I was 10. I didn't understand half of it, but I fell in love with stand-up right then and there. And the guy who looks high, he's funny. I, I think his set was clean. I've seen him three times. What the fuck is his name? Oh, uh, oh, Jim Brewer? Jim, Bre- well, Jim Brewer's not that clean. But, yeah, I like, Jane. I, I like Jim Brewer. He does a great impersonation of Hetfield. And he does because he opened for Metallica for a while. Um, Jim Brewer is pretty funny. He's goat boy. Nobody reacts to comedy as good as Stan the Butterball Turkey Man. <laughs> I remember that show calling Stan. Um, Dad always made me watch the Dean Martin and Rat Pack specials he had on VHS. Oh, the old celebrity roasts. Those celebrity roasts were fantastic. They were so dirty. And it was on regular TV, but they didn't curse. When Delirious hit VHS Reynolds, my mom rented it for us, and we watched it. When she and Dad were out doing errands or otherwise ignoring us, I was like 10 or 11 at the time, and all the boys in my Catholic school could quote, oh, I knew Delirious back and forth. Well, this Christmas, I wanted a VCR. My friend Todd down the street had bought himself a VCR with all his birthday money and all this kind of stuff. I was jealous. I wanted to go to the video stores on Friday night and stand in there for two or three hours to figure out what movie I'm going to watch. 
and we get to my big present. And now, now you can judge me. That's fine. I don't care. We opened our gifts on Christmas Eve, then we went to Grandma's house for Christmas Day. And I know I've told this story on the air a number of times. But when I get to my, my big gift, it's in a big box, and I'm thinking, VCR, VCR, VCR. I can't wait to see what we're going to watch tonight. I opened it up, and I had a skateboard at the time. I had a really nice Santa Cruz skateboard, a fucking great truck, gullwing trucks. All you skaters out there, recognize I knew my shit. I open up this package, and it's a Dr. Pepper skateboard. (laughs) I had never felt so let down in my life by my parents. And I'm wrong for it. Don't, 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 look, look, look. I look back and I, I, oh, I cringe every time I think about this story. Especially knowing what happens. I, I, I go, this is it? Or something like that, and my mom was heartbroken because my mom, she just wanted to please me with the skateboard because she knew I liked skateboarding, and my skateboard was all beat to shit, but those are the best kind of skateboards. And I'm like, well, okay, thanks. I just kind of threw it in the box. My dad goes, go to your room. Wow, gold wing trucks. Yeah, Maid, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, you know what time it is. Daddy knew what he was doing. I am right. And I sat in my room for about 20 minutes crying because I got a shitty Dr. Pepper skateboard. My dad comes in there. Boy, and he reads me the riot act. And rightfully so. Your mother and I work really hard for everything that we can get you. How dare you say something is not good or something sucks? Because I think I probably said the skateboard sucks. Um, and he goes, come to the living room. As I'm walking down the hallway, he goes, did you, did you enjoy ruining Christmas, Arnie? I was like, fuck. And lo and behold, there's another box, which they were saving for Christmas morning before we went to Grandma's. My dad said, open the damn box. And you can tell, like, like when your parents, when they're disgusted in you and they're not happy about you opening a gift. And my mom wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even look in my mom's direction. I was so ashamed of myself. Only to be made feel worse when I opened the box and there it was, our very own VCR. <laughs> Oh, I felt like such a fucking heel. I apologized for it. My mother forgave me finally for it after, I don't know, six, seven years. But uh, I'll never forget. She had gone to the video store that day because it was Christmas Eve, so the video store was open. She got a membership at the video store. And she knew how much I loved Red Fox. Now, now, my mom did not watch Sanford and Son because my mom didn't like crass humor. I, I, I don't know how I became so crass because my mom 
was not crass. Um, but I loved Red Fox. I loved Sanford and Son. My favorite episode ever had this set in it. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. <laughs> Which was actually on television. By the way, I just found this last night. The first part is not from Sanford and Son. You might not like it, no. but this is what the peak male athletic form looks like. That's and true. there ain't a fucking thing you can do about it. Well, now I think it only fair to warn you that I'm quite skilled at karate. Wah, wah, <laughs> this nigga's crazy. My mother hands me the videotape. She goes, we get it all hooked up. We can watch this tonight. And I said, okay. And it was Red Fox's brown bag special. In hindsight, the skateboard wasn't a bad gift because you get so much worse ones like a flask and a 9-11 book. Oh, I've been cursed with terrible gifts my entire life. Um... Uh, we Dad and I hooked up the VCR, and I put that special in on Christmas night, and Red Fox just starts going, fuck shit, fuck, 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 cock balls, fuck, fuck, fuck. We got through two minutes. That clip made me spit my tea. Good. I did my job today. Another spit take. The crazy one, the, the karate one. Uh, you watch the brown bag show with your mom and dad. Holy shit. No, no. We only watched five minutes of it because my mother said, no, we are not watching this on Christmas Eve. And I never got to see it because on the way to grandma's house on Christmas, we dropped it in the drop box. Oh, Still got the VCR, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, still got the VCR. And I watched plenty of dirty shit on that VCR when Mama was at work. Yeah, but did you ever get a shitty plastic Huffy skateboard for Christmas like I did? No, no. No, look, my bad gifts. I mean, I could go down a, a, a list of bad gifts that I've gotten. The skateboard is there. The year I got my divorce, we rented George Carlin's special on VHS, and my dad pretended the cursing didn't affect my pre-adolescent ears. Oh, my dad didn't have a problem with it. My dad was sitting there laughing with me at the first five minutes. I used to tell this story on stage. This is one of my favorites. Um, it was our third anniversary when I, when I was married to Satana. By the way... Um, you know, I didn't do something at Christmas this year, and I apologize. Um, hold on a second here. Let me let me make sure I can find it because I I saw it in here the other day. Ah, here it is. I didn't play this year at Christmas, and and I'm I'm sorry, but uh, here you go. Uh, this was the twelve days of Christmas. Recorded by Satana. <laughs> On the twelfth day of Christmas, Arnie didn't give me a twelve pack of malt liquor, eleven Tennessee jock straps, ten herpes bumps, nine giant queefs, eight day after pills, seven bathrooms, some booters, five giant butt plugs, four yeehaws, three Snapchats, two baby. 
baby scares and a money shot from a preacher. Yeehaw! There you go. I, I did not play that at the holidays this year. I just totally forgot I had it. Um, for our third wedding anniversary. Three, uh, it, it, and by the way, this was the last one. Paper. I think three was leather, so. I got her this jewelry box and, and, and all this kind of stuff, and I put a bracelet in there, you know, all this kind of. It was a leather jewelry box, hence leather. And she goes, well, I, 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 I can't do her voice. I'm not very good at it. I have to wait for her to call. Um, she's like, uh, hey, Arnie, uh, you're hard to shop for, so I don't know what to get you. Now, I was like, well, you know, uh, I can help you with that. And the way I used to tell the story was at that time I did not have an iPod. I still listened to CDs that I burned. So I pretty much let that, let out the suggestion of, hey, get me an iPod. I used to say on stage that I used to paint the word, and I even I, I did the, 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 the way they do it in the, the dictionary. I-P-A-U with the dots over it, pod, D, iPod. I spray-painted that on the wall. But what I got that year was so much worse. I did not get the iPod. No, no, in fact, that was when I received the worst gift I had ever been given. Mage of Consent, you nailed it, my friend. That was the year I got the Book of Mormon. Correct the mundo! With my name inscribed on the book. That was bound in leather. Yes, that's right. It was bound in leather. Oh, that was so bad. Tequila? No, that's not too bad. Uh, Let's see. uh, When you're a kid and you hear George Carlin saying, I quote, rat shit, bat shit, dirty old twat, 69 assholes tied in a knot. Hooray, lizard shit, fuck. Yeah. Yes, folks, third anniversary. He stayed with that troglodyte. Yeah, I, I did. And then it was in that December that the greatest thing happened is she hit me and I could leave. Hand to God, as someone who was on a plane sitting across from uh, Satana, she does indeed talk like that. Same pitch and accent. <laughs> Yeehaw! My second wife got me a ladder one year so I could paint the house. <laughs> God damn, that's fucking awful. Uh, I do not. I used to have the book of my. I, I threw it out finally I, after all my moves. I was like, I'm not bringing this with me anymore. That wasn't leather. It was back skin of one of her previous victims. But yeah, oh, I mean, and, and then, so so that was uh, this was the same year. Well, yes, yes, it was. Or no, it wasn't. It was a year after. The year after, I had gone to um, my dad's girlfriend's house for Christmas. This was the, and, and and the Book of Mormon is right up there with these gifts. Um, my dad's girlfriend Beverly, who by the way is somehow still alive. I don't know how that fucking works. She's like eight hundred and seven. I I mean, she must have dated Biden in like kindergarten or something. 
But Beverly's family had this tradition of this stupid white elephant shit, and I still don't know how all that stuff works of stealing and things. Look, if you give me a gift, I'm just going to keep it. I'm not going to trade it for something else. Do this. So it was kind of a white elephant, but still secret Santa at the same time, so you got to draw somebody. And whoever was running it that year would get suggestions. And the uh, the total was $50. So I can re-gift my gift again this year since it's leather? Yes. Yes, you can. Um, so I get Beverly's daughter, who is just a big a cunt as Beverly. And yes, I said it. They were both cunts. I, I, I look. I can say it now. I hated Beverly. I tried. I tried. I, I man, I prayed about it even because I wanted. I, I, I wanted my day. And the reason why I never said anything is because Dad was happy and he had somebody. So I never said anything to her. We're sitting at her daughter's house. And I'd gotten the, the, the things that she wanted, that, you know, $50 thing. And she wanted a Pyrex dish, one of those glass dishes. Or, or it was a quart, like Pyrex quart dish. When you visited Beverly, you suffered constipation, yes, and her entire family because they're all cunts. So I, I went out, and we look, went looking and shopping. She had candles on her list and things like that. Well, lo and behold, I find a whole set of Pyrex on sale for like $40. And it's got the, the quart thing in there. And Dad and I look at each other. I go, this is pretty good. This has got even extra stuff in there and her bowl. And I can get her a candle on top of it. He's like, yeah, get that, get that. She must have given Jerry some good gummers. I'll tell you the story about that. Hold on. Y'all are getting ahead of me. Um, So we take it back to the house, right? And I set it down. And I said, do you think she'll like this? I I looked at Beverly. I said, do you think your daughter will like this? She goes, well, she just asked for the quart dish. Not all this other stuff. You got to take that back. I looked at Dad, and I was because we didn't see any just one quart dishes being for for sale. Now, granted, we only went to Walmart because I wasn't going to do hours of shopping for these people that I didn't like. But I wanted to play by the rules. I wanted to seem like, hey, this is what you it was on your list. So we went back, we took it back, got her a bunch of candles and stuff. She was very happy with it. Blah blah blah. The end of that. Now, when it came to my list, I was very easy. You can get me a gift card to DXL, the the fat and the big and fat store. Give me a gift card to Dillard's because at the time they sold a lot of great big and fat stuff. Now they're not so much. And the easiest one of them all was Copenhagen snuff, silver top. It's fifty dollars. Get me a couple rolls of Copenhagen. Hey, that's a great gift for me. Why? We know I'll use it. I put that on my list. And it was when it was my turn to get gifts, I had three gifts. And I thought to myself, okay. And this is true story, hand to God. And this was Beverly's 
ugly ginger granddaughter. A real cunt. Took right after her fucking granny. So I opened the first gift. And the first gift, I'm not kidding, were socks. Now, if you know me, I rarely wear socks. The only time I wear socks is when I wear my cowboy boots. Why? Well, because I'm a fucking redneck. I like being barefoot. And since I can't be barefoot in restaurants, I wear a lot of slide sandals. Why would anybody get me fucking socks? By the way, not on my list. The second gift I opened. Now, the second gift had a little note with it. And the note was, well, in case you need any help. That's all the note said, in case you need any help. Now, she knew what I did for a living. She had grown up listening to me. And I opened it up, and it was a used, that's the best part of it, a used joke book. Because in in case I need some help, because I guess I'm not quite funny enough. With this one, I kind of look over at my dad, and my dad is trying not to look at me. Because I'm starting to get a little upset. But then the third gift happens. And I, I, I have to look back and I have to really, really pat myself on the back. And yes, I'm, I'm going to break my arm doing that. Um, that I did not react meanly or even violently. I opened the third gift, it had a note, and it said, in case you just ever have to say, what the hell? I opened it up, and it was a fucking flask. At that point, I hadn't had a drink in over 16 years and you gave me a fucking flask? That's when I looked at my dad and I saw this look uh, uh, that he was horrified as I was. And I could see his hand. He kind of put his hand up like, whoa, whoa. And this is where I'm going to pat myself on the back. Because I did not go off on this woman. I just simply looked at her and said, thank you. Put everything down. Uh, there was a meal that was coming up. And, and they, they usually spend the whole day there. And Beverly's getting sauced. She's getting mouthy, too. Um, I've never eaten a meal faster. I'm a pretty fast eater to begin with. 
they, they, they had gone out and got something catered, you know, some shitty fucking prime rib, shitty potatoes. The best thing there were the fucking rolls. I ate all that shit, and I looked at my dad, and I, 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 hug, I said, Dad, I'm, I'm going to go to the house, and I'm, I'm going to go back to Sacramento. And my dad said, I understand. Gee, why don't they just give a recovering junkie a syringe? Well, I don't want to give them any ideas. Um, let's see. Um, she must have given Jerry a good home. I remember Dad came to me once, and I, I promised I'd go back to this big coop. Um, Dad came to me once, and he tried to explain his dating, the reason why he was with Beverly, and I didn't care. I said, Dad, as long as you're happy, that's all. They, uh, you're not alone, and you're happy. My 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 world is set. That's all I want, Dad, for you to be happy. And he goes, well, she's got some big boobs. I was like, Dad, I don't want to hear this. And I just walked away. Oh, man. Um, I still marvel at how fucking awful a gift the Book of Mormon was. Would have been better if the book was bound in Mexican leather, Arnie. Wink, wink. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I look, look, that that one's up. The, the flask is still the all-time worst gift. But the Book of Mormon is a very close second. I did something unfathomable and asked Arnie once, it's Copenhagen Snuff, right? And guess what I got? Copenhagen Snuff is a birthday gift for Arnie. Wow, that was a hard task. I, I mean, seriously. Can't put Dr. Pepper in a flask? No. No, 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 no. See, you, you, you take a flask to hide the fact that you're an alcoholic. Behold the power of big boobs, yeah. Douglas says shitty prime rib. Oh, it was terrible. God damn, that was such, that was such a fucking rough Christmas. Oh, I remember, that. and I had Thor at the time, and Thor's at dad's house. I had to go get Thor, and we just left. My dad called me the next day. He goes, "Man, I am so sorry." I go, "I go, hey, hey, can you say something to Beverly?" He goes, "What do you want me to say? What, what do you want me to say?" I said, "She made us fucking take all that shit back because it wasn't on the list." And I, I said to my dad, I go, do you think I put a fucking flask on my list? Well, I, 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 you know, her family's different. I, and, and when he said that, I was like, okay, dad. Okay, dad. I mean, he's my dad. I, like, he had nothing to do with it. I couldn't take it out on him as much as I wanted to. But holy Christ. Good God. What if it was the Book of Mormon by Matt Stone and Trey Parker? Well, it wouldn't have never been that because she hated those two people. Hell, we couldn't watch South Park at the house. I did. I mean, when she was gone, I watched it. Uh, all right, back to the show. Sadly, I think we are, we are all experiencing this, or we are all experiencing this together. The downfall of Britney Spears. I take a flask snowboarding. It fits perfect and helps keep me warm and willing to get biffed uh, falling halfway down the mountain. Okay, good. If I were to take a flask and I would lose my recovering and I'd be a full-blown alcoholic again and I'd be living under a bridge. So that's why I didn't want a flask. I would love to hear my dad talk about that. She's got huge boobs, son. (laughs) Britney Spears claims she has changed her name to Red or River Red as she sports a skimpy Coca-Cola two-piece while addressing being tipsy in a manic meltdown. Here we go. 
If you are type no, 2 and take metformin, well, no, check your feet and legs for these two things. Yeah. great in this weird coca-cola two-piece outfit maybe she talk okay she doesn't even talk well um i've been at my aunt Susie's house we made three pies to give at church services sunday I hear men prefer the cherry and women prefer the banana. How long until we get a Britney Spears OnlyFans page? My neighborhood friend says, I will pay for the rest of my life. I'm sorry, dear friend, but if you ever got a taste of my pie, I could finally deliver it with my beautiful ass. Oh, here's here's what she wrote. I've been at my aunt Susie's house. We made three pies to give to church. But either way, news of me being tipsy is the news. Then exploiting my past is a clever way to make me look like a paranoid woman that we can look at and say, "Aw." My neighborhood friend says I will pay for the rest of my life. I'm sorry, dear friend, but if you ever got a taste of my pie, I could finally deliver it with my beautiful ass. I think my ignorant ways of trusting these trustees might have uh, nowhere else to look. Not in an ice bowl or to show relevance, but maybe my ass to intertwine real church service versus a blindsided setup. Which one? Psst, different edit of red. Dude, she's losing her mind. I mean, are we only a few weeks away or months away from her fucking showing up on the Sunset Strip and fucking shaving her head again? Uh, crazy Britney, future WWE champion, women's. Do you think all the free Britney folks are like, well, that fucking escalated quickly? Yeah, I think I think they are because, like, the other day she did like a. Okay, hold on. There's a video of her getting a tattoo. Or if some you weird are shit. type two and oh, hey, shut no. up, man. We're all type two diabetes. Thanks for these two things. Uh-huh. Tattoo time. Uh-huh. Tattoo time. Tattoo time. One day I'll figure it out. Who knows? You'll be like, whoa, that was Look. <clears throat> Baby dot. Cool. Down. Okay. Very cool. She sounds even more redneck than me. Well, that just made her fucking better. Uh, just to clarify, she wrote, my tattoo had nothing to do with an ex in the past. Everybody was saying it was Justin Timberlake. I simply did it because I wanted to. The pick with my ex is a time where we were, uh, where there were less confusion on what it meant to be together. It is what it is. Man, oh man, she's she is. I I I I think she's starting to spiral. Oh boy. Now do do I want her to? No, I don't want. I don't want to see bad things happen to Britney Spears. No, not at all. I'm just glad that she does it all on social media and I can get a part of it. Uh, let's see. We got still a little bit of time here. Let's uh, well, let's hold that story right there. Oh, I got to update you guys on this story. This, this, this is maddening. Um, 
Yeah, I had not realized her southern drawl was so strong. Boy, I hadn't heard that in a long time. Uh, last week, we talked about this gallery owner in San Francisco who was home- hosing down a homeless bum that was out in front of his store. Now, I- I'm going to tell you personally, I found it funny. I don't care what you think of me. I, I-, I think that the gallery owner hosing down this stank-ass bum that are ruining the streets of San Francisco couldn't happen to a better city. Go Cowboys. Free Britney of social media, LOL. Yeah, she needs to get off social media. Um, the owner of the gallery's name is Collier Gwynn. And yesterday, or I'm sorry, Wednesday, he was arrested. Holy shit! He's being held on misdemeanor battery charges. The incident happened on January 9th as the temperature was about 50 degrees. And the, the video went viral of him just standing there, hand in a pocket with a, with a hose, just spraying this stank bum down. He's insisted he is not sorry for his actions. He was trying to help her. San Francisco's stupid district attorney uh, issued a statement announcing a warrant. If convicted, he could face up to six months in county jail and $2,000 fines. Did they hold him on bail? I'm just wondering because San Francisco DA isn't a big fan of bail. You know, for like, I don't know, murder. How many stories have we heard in San Francisco about this no bail shit where somebody who's in jail for a heinous crime, then goes out and murders or rapes somebody. But boy, oh boy, a gallery owner who's trying to hose off a bum to keep said bum from sitting outside his gallery that he worked his life for, and he uses his savings and his life's work to open up a shop. And he doesn't want to have a bunch of fucking bums. And that's what they are. I'm done. I'm done with political correctness. I'm done with this thing. Oh, they all have a story. Everybody has a damn story. These people are bums. And he doesn't want them there. Oh, B. Coop, my dad did not golden shower, Beverly. That's disgusting. San Francisco all went to shit when Michael Douglas and Carl Malden left town. (laughs) The streets of San Francisco. Look, is it mean what he did? I mean, (laughs) here's the video again. Somebody's jamming in their car. Move. He just wants her to move. That's all. And now they've arrested this guy. You won't believe the type of people being released with no bail or significant bail. Oh, whitewash, you're absolutely right. It is totally sickening. Everybody in political power in that area, whether it's the district attorney, 
the shitbag mayor they have in San Francisco again? Or how about that state senator? You know, the one that passed the law that said it's okay, a 10-year difference between uh, couples, meaning a 12-year-old could date a 22-year-old. What was that, Prop 34, I believe, something like that, that they passed? That they passed? And you know what? I want to send something out to the gay community. We had a guy who had multiple L&L charges with uh, Simon under the age of 14, gets released on an ankle monitor. Lewd and lascivious charges with someone. Yeah. Scott Weiner, that's the guy's name. Thank you, Scott. That little, that... That little city, and it's not a little city, San Francisco is one of the biggest cities in the country, has done so much bad. Oh, it, it, it's so disgusting. It passes uh, and gross, but I think it's 14 and up, 10-year max difference. Okay, so a 14-year-old and a 24-year-old is okay. No, I, and I know straight fire, I'm not coming after you. I'm just saying that if I had a 14-year-old daughter – and a 24-year-old came to the house, the beating that I would put on that 24-year-old is would... Uh, I'm telling you that that fucking slap fight video you see where them guys get knocked out, I wouldn't stop. 24-year-old showing up in a, in a van. Oh, I know it passed. 24-year-old showing up in a van to date my 14-year-old daughter. Well, after I get done ruining his fucking head and his face, I'm going to burn that fucking van to the ground. And guess what? I will be on my front porch, laying on my belly with my hands as far as I can go behind my back by myself, which ain't that far because I'm fat, and I'll be waiting for the police to show up and charge me. Next 10 years, it'll be dropped down to a single digits. Mark my word, 8 and 18 is okay. I hope not. Straight fire, I hope. I, I don't know how this law got passed to begin with. I, I, they, they tried to, from what I remember reading about it, they were trying to rail about, oh, this affects gay men more than anybody, blah, blah, blah. But you made it about everybody. meaning it is legal in San Francisco for a 24-year-old to date a 14-year-old, a 25-year-old with a 15-year-old, a 26-year-old with a 16-year-old. Are are, are 16-year-olds ready to handle what a 26-year-old is going through? No. Remember, minors enjoy sex and consent. Well, that's the problem is that they can't. Well, 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 I'd like to see something. Wait a second here. How did this law pass? How did this law pass? I, I I'm dumbfounded. I, I I'm gobsmacked. I just had to turn my hair my, my, my chair around because I can't look at the computer screen. The age of consent in California is 18 years old. 
In the state of California, the age of consent is 18. Thus, it is a criminal act to engage in sex with anyone under 18. And any person who does so could be charged with statutory rape under the California Penal Code 261.5. How did that law get passed? Uh, let's see, age of consent is 18, and even then, most aren't that mature. No. My daughter will be 15 in March. I would fucking beat the 24-year-old to death, and I don't care. I will go to prison. I hear you. Uh, I just picture it now. Arnie face down on his porch, waiting, waiting, waiting. Three hours later, they find him sleeping, drooling face down on his porch. No clue why. Uh, these pedo politician writing laws fucking blows my mind how they still have support. Yeah. Uh, adios family. Have a great weekend. Stay safe out there. You too, ogre. LOL. Age of consent. <laughs> Low information voters. How did he get passed? Answer the people. Yeah. But the age of consent in California is still 18. I want to make sure. I, I, I want to see what this bill says. I think it was Prop 34. Uh, Donald face down with a broken desk. No, it's not that one. I, I don't know which one it is. Uh, the sad thing is that criminals in jail hold 290s more accountable and deliver more justice in our justice system. Hey, 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 yeah. Uh, LOL, age of consent, mage of consent. I am mage of consent. Like, really, how much of the population is down with pedophilia? Uh, I'm not. Uh, Scott Wiener Bill. Oh, is it SB50? Is that one it? Uh, no, that's not it. SB50 failed. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. Scott Wiener Bill. 10-year age difference. This was Bill 145. Introduce legislation to end discrimination against LGBTQ people regarding sex offender registration. Uh, consistently sexual relationship between a teenager age 15 and over a partner within 10 years of age. Sexual intercourse, i.e. vaginal intercourse, does not require the offender to go on to the sex offender registry. So what you're telling me is that, okay, this is the stupidest thing I, I, I've ever read, and I'm glad I reread it. So the age of consent is 18. So if you're a 24-year-old and you go out with a 15-year-old and you fuck her, even though she can't consent to it, you're going to get arrested for statutory rape, but you won't have to go on a registry as a child molester, even though you are a child molester. Fuck, this country is confusing. Why would anybody want that? 
Joe Biden is down for that. Oh, he is. Joe loves that idea. I mean, Joe, Joe's just. We go back a long way. She was 12. I was 30. But anyway, this woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. They're laughing at that. She was 12. I was 30. (laughs) Oh, he's fucking a 12 year old. (laughs) We should make him president. I hate this country more and more every single fucking day. I swear to God, people laughing at that. Uh, Correction, you're a child fucker. Yes, very true. How does that dude even draw up that bill? Just sitting around as often and it pops in his head? Oh, he probably had somebody come to him. Uh, were they really saying it's okay because they're framing it as a gay, a queer thing? No, because when if you Google, I, I just Googled uh, Scott Weiner, 10-year uh, age difference. And there's a couple things that one comes up, the myths about it, which I didn't want to read that because that's going to be all fucking uh, bullshit, correction, misinformation shit. I, 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 I wanted to read what the actual bill said. The bill actually even mentions vaginal sex, something that Scott Weiner has never had. But it's there to protect the LGBT. Wait, well, huh? Huh? How, how is that protecting if, if people are having heterosexual intercourse? You know what? That, that, you, know, you know what? Let's do this because the show's about to end. Let's end with some fun. A vengefully protective mother has divided the Internet over her decision of what she did. Now, you know what? You know what, ass family? We haven't done this in a while. You make the call. So the story is, is that a mom, Megan Schmidt, um, I guess they have chickens, and she had a rooster. The rooster's name was Hey Hey. And if you know anything about chickens and roosters and that, roosters are assholes. Roosters have the ability to be real assholes, and they can chase you around, and they can fight you, and they won't back down because they are the cock of the block. I still don't have an update on the TV show. So this rooster got a little little close to uh, her daughter, pecked her face, cut her face all up. And you know what? Mama had enough. Mama grabbed that rooster and beheaded the shit out of it. Then she plucked it clean, threw it in the fryer, and served it to her daughter. And now the internet is saying that she has gone too far. She tweeted out, well, it finally happened. Our mean old backyard rooster, Hey Hey, attacked the baby child. We're so lucky that it didn't do more damage than he did. Half an inch and she would have lost an eye. 
Nevertheless, he got what was coming to him. Mama don't play when it comes to her babies. He he nuggets for dinner. And people are going, oh, you went too far. How could you do something like that? Oh, that that's easy. Whitewash nailed it. That's the circle of life. Fucking A, I'm surprised Elton John didn't just show up. I, I mean, that is, that is right there, uh, the definition of that damn thing. I mean, holy shit. Oh, Sir Elton. Sir Elton, what do you have to say about this? She took a cock to the face. Oh, inappropriate. Inappropriate. Did she carry around a full bucket so she wouldn't be attacked? Uh, Cowboys girl says, awesome. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. Oh, yeah. Look, look, look here. I'll share it with y'all. There's even a picture of the damn frying pan. Uh, have an awesome weekend, uh, Ask Gang U2. Uh, out of curiosity, what ethnicity are they? Oh, they're honkies. They, they they are honkified. This little girl's blonde haired, and that rooster liked her blonde hair. Nope, watch your kid better. Fucking A, it's doing what a rooster does. Yeah, serving dinner. Oh, man, that is just funny stuff right there. So so we all, uh, I, I mean, the, the majority has made their decision. You make the call. And what call did you make? I, I, I think the mom did right. Yeah, yeah. Did the cock eat pineapple first? Probably not. Uh, I was saying, no, she didn't go too far. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. I, I mean, look, look, Hangtown Jen loves animals. I can't, I, I can't persuade Jen with anything. Polar bears breaking into people's houses. Still not enough to kill them. God love you, Jen. Jen, that's what I love. You, you follow the rules of this show so well. Consistency. That's why I love you. Uh, yes, watch your kid, but I still don't have a problem with what she did. It's a rooster. Proof even the UK has rednecks. Yep, amen to that. Uh, all right, that is going to do it for the big show today and for this week. By the way, I want to share uh, a couple of the, the jokes that I told today on the Internet. One was mine, one was from V. Coop. I'll tell you mine first. What was Officer Megan Hall's favorite part of police work? Training. Uh, and the last one is, uh, th- this one's V. Coop's. And as soon as he sent I almost told this one yesterday just because he sent it at a time I could have, but I waited for it. What does your locked car have in common with your pregnant girlfriend? Wait, hold on a second here. I, I I need to find the 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 proper the proper drop for this. Once again, what does your locked car have in common with your pregnant girlfriend? 
They both can be fixed with a hanger. No more hangers! Whitewash says, good luck to your Cowboys, Arnie. Let's hope this is a great game. Have a great weekend, Ass Family. Yes, Ass Family, please have a great weekend. Remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Um, now, look, it's the weekend. Everybody likes to go out and have fun and, and, and have a great time. I want you to do that. I want you to have fun. But please, if you have a little bit too much to drink, get yourself a Lyft, get yourself an Uber, get yourself a cab, get home safe. That way you can be back on Monday when we redo the show. Um, until then, have a wonderful weekend, ass family, and adios, everybody.
at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.